Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Shit, man. Wow. That's just, that's, ah, that's fucking incredible. What an amazing, amazing track we just listened to. Uh, I'm a person, you're a person. Let's at least pretend to be people together on this spinning ball of dirt that we call home. You know, speaking of, of, of people, you know, I want to, a little quick story, a little anecdotal story. A little Sean story. This is a Sean story. Hi, I'm Sean. Welcome to a quick talk with no one. Uh, obviously, I've, I'm talking to no one, so I would assume that whatever I say stays in in this area. So, uh, yeah. So, so I know. So I was. I, I I had. So this is this was today's plan. This was Sean's plan today. Uh, leave work, go get a haircut. After and this is the first haircut I've had in like fifteen years. It's you know, hey, oh thank you, thank you, thank you. So uh, leave work, get a haircut, and then drive to Syracuse and try and get a job. So a second job, not keeping the first job. One a second job. Because economy, yeah, that sounds good. So, so I left my first job on the way to get the haircut, and you know it's like a two-second drive from my first place to where the haircut is. The haircut uh, barber is like a, you know, he's like three steps from where I live. I work twelve steps from where I live. So, as I'm on the main street heading towards the barber shop. I noticed the person behind me is you know, driving in, in different paces, not the way a normal person or a normal drive uh, that you watch follow you. I guess are you know just they weren't following at, at paces that made sense to me historically <clears throat> inaccurately. So um, we were getting closer to the red light, and I realized that this car behind me it wasn't going to stop this time. And we were only going like 15 miles an hour, 20 miles an hour tops. It's a Genesee Street in Auburn. It's you know you can't go fast unless you're the only car on the road. So as I'm watching the rear mirror, I I watch the car gracefully collide into mine, and I shouldn't use the word collide. It, it bumped into mine, and you know you, you felt it, you heard it, and it was like God 
damn it. Not only do I have to be at this job interview at a specific time, but I need to be at the haircut at a specific time. And in order to both these times to make sense, I have to be at one at the time I need to be there, which is right after leaving work and, you know, schedules and whatever. So my initial reaction was, fuck, I'm going to have to miss the haircut appointment. So now I'm like, you know, like, oh, woe is me. And then I'm like, oh, my car. Fuck, someone hit my car. And it's like, oh, woe is me. You're right. Well, no, let's let's continue the story first. Um, so I, uh, you know, I after you get hit by somebody or in a, in a car, you know, you're like in shell shock for two seconds. You're like, wait, what just happened? And you're like, you know, you're looking around. Did anyone see it? And there's like, you know, of course, there's plenty of people around, but like no one saw anything. And so now you're like looking in your rear view and you're looking in your, your, your side view and you're like, all right, well, they know what they did because I can see how they are reacting to the situation. So it's like a busy street. There's nowhere to really pull off. So I'm considering pulling off onto a side road and, you know, I stop myself because I'm like, I shouldn't expect them to follow me onto a side road. That's kind of weird. So I I did the thing that I hate seeing. And I just kind of pulled off onto a, onto a crosswalk or like an area before the crosswalk on the corner. And I was expecting the person to, you know, kind of pull up behind me and we could get out, assess the damage and talk and, you know, swap insurances or whatever. So as I pull over, I notice the person behind me is now next to me. I, I'm, I look next to me and I, and I see a lady and she's looking at me like, you know, flailing arms and like, you know, obviously she's in distress. And I put my hands up, you know, that uh, international gesture of like, the fuck? You know, shrug your shoulders, palms up. And with no time between any of that, She's already two car lengths in front of me. So now I'm like, oh, oh, she's leaving. Shit. So I I go to pull out after her, but I, I realize I'm at a, and luckily I realize I'm at a crosswalk and there's another lady trying to cross the street and she's in the middle of the street when I'm trying to pull through. So I didn't see her. I immediately stop. I, 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 flag to her that I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Please continue walking. And there was, you know, no hesitation there. She continued to walk. And as she was continuing to walk, I, I looked ahead of me to see where the other lady was going. And she was already at the stoplight, a uh, block down. So when I was able to move, and luckily the person that was coming up on my side next to me allowed me to pull in front. I'm, I I think they might have saw what happened. So they, you know, without anger, allowed me to pull in front of them <laughs> abruptly. So I continued to go down uh, Genesee Street uh, towards the car that had just hit me. And they were already making the turn onto a street that I, you know, towards the way I go home. And I uh, I saw them turn. And they were already far enough away where it was like, 
I'm going to have to speed to get to them. I'm going to have to drive like an asshole to get to them. And I might put myself or someone else in danger just to get to them. So I stopped. You know, I was like, you know what? Go. And I I continued on that same path because I, I lived down the road from there. So I continued to drive. And by the time I, I turned the corner that they just turned, they were already gone. They had they had driven so fast down that street. I don't know which direction they went, but they, they turned and they were gone. So that was done. So now I'm I'm going back to schedule schedule mode. I'm like, all right, well I gotta I gotta I gotta park somewhere so I can get this haircut. Haircuts like on that same block I got hit on. <laughs> so uh, I find a place to park. I park and I'm sitting there and I, I so yeah, still shaking the adrenaline off. I get out of the car and I walk to the back of it to assess the damage. And there's maybe a white mark on the bumper, so. No, no damage at all. And it, you know, it, it dawned upon me at that moment. My initial reaction was anger, was frustration, was, you know, all, it was, everything was pointed inwards towards me, like that I was just victimized. And looking at my car, Nothing happened. Like, nothing happened. Like, I've hit dandelions that had done more damage. So, I shake it off, and it's like, alright, well, no damage, no harm, whatever. But that, that got me thinking. Because I've been in her shoes. I've been in that person's shoes. Where you get into a fender bender whatever it's a stupid stupid split second accident and maybe you're not insured maybe you're under the influence maybe fill in the blank you don't have money in the bank maybe you have to support people that can't work maybe it's hard to support yourself you know, it, it, there's a thousand different reasons why somebody would flee the scene of a fender bender. And, um, to be honest, I felt kind of ashamed that I reacted so quickly and so abruptly into anger and frustration and woe is me. Because again, I've I've been in that person's shoes. I've I've fled. I have fled from you know, no damage fender benders. If there's damage you, you there's no way you can fucking flee. You just gotta get I mean damage that you can in my shoes, if there's damage you can see, I cannot flee. <laughs> when I was younger, uh, today I would I would never do the, such a thing at all. I'm I'm insured and uh, with, with the privilege of insurance, uh, I I no longer have that fear. And it's a privilege thing, and I can admit that now. I can admit that it's it's a privilege thing to not have that fear. You know, and in America we. 
we teach everyone that you don't have a right to drive, you don't have a right to own a car, it's a privilege. But when this country became car crazy and made everything a car's distance away, and I mean that by driving a, a distance in a car away, that privilege isn't a privilege. It's a necessity. People need their cars to work. I live in upstate New York where if you don't work in the town immediately, then you need a car to get somewhere. Now, the only jobs in my town immediately are industrial jobs or restaurant jobs, maybe some banking jobs. There's not that many options or places for room to grow. It's it, They're all dead ends. You know, Auburn's only, what, 40-something thousand people? And the surrounding areas are farmlands scattered amongst the sea of open fields. I'm not angry at her. I'm not resentful. I don't think I'm doing a good deed by not chasing them. Or not continuing to to find justice. It, it you, you need to take a second. You need to sit back. And you, you need to remind yourself. You know, my life and my observations are not that person's life and that person's observations. They have a completely different movie of a life going on in front of them. And I can only imagine the guilt and shame that they felt driving away when your heart is pounding like that. Oh my God, I just broke the law and they're going to take my car if I get caught. And now I'm out of a car, which is a death sentence to a lot of people. This is a reality that I think we need to talk about. You know, I, I you know, and it, of course you can spend whatever amount of money, blah blah blah, x amount of money on a beautiful sports car that to you is your world. Does that justify how much damage it can do to someone else's life? If they bump into it and scratch it. If they crash into it. You survive. I'm, I, and these are no injury accidents I'm talking about. Injury accidents are by case. Are we giving the right punishments for the right crimes? Or are we overzealous with our judgments? I don't have the answers. I just want to start that conversation so please let me know what you think would love to hear back from you tell me your stories afthepodcast at gmail.com you know this I've been on both sides of the fence I've been in in, I'm sure we've all been in fender benders is it worth our insurances going up is it worth hurting someone else for a scratch? 
a scratch on a piece of metal. And that's what I'm talking about. Minor damage. Not real damage. No deaths. Because that breaks my heart on a whole different level. And that's that's a different... It's different glass we have to look through. Spyglass is what I was trying to think, but didn't say. So, be kind. Be courteous. Slow the fuck down. Where are we going so fast? Slow the fuck down. Slow down. And that you're driving across the country, that extra 80 miles an hour ain't gonna fucking help you get anywhere. Slow the fuck down. I love you. Be kind. Be aware. Keep on keeping on.